0: Welcome to the Vibrant You Podcast. I'm your host, Bindi Stables, and here we talk all things wellness and vibrant living. You'll learn about integrative health, functional medicine, holistic biohacking, and enjoy raw and real conversations on personal growth, mindset, and motivation. Optimize your body and mind and become the happiest, the healthiest, most vibrant you. Enjoy the show. Hey and welcome back to another episode of Vibrant You. Today we are
1: talking about how to stay thriving through the holiday season. We are going to go over an entire holistic toolkit to help you stay healthy and well through all the goodness that this season is to bring. So it's important to acknowledge just the challenges that come up in maintaining our health during the holiday season. All kinds of gatherings and dinners and events and Christmas concerts and shopping and gifts and all of the things that can come, it can bring a lot of stress, right? As well as all the goodness that the holiday season brings. It's important for us to really emphasize and prioritize our well-being during this busier time. So how do we do that? What we're going to go over today is some key strategies to help us stay healthy and well through the holiday season by everything from managing inflammation levels in the body that come up from stress and eating foods that we're not used to, keeping our blood sugar nice and stable from all of the sweets and treats Then carbs that we tend to consume during the season. How to keep our nutrition nice and high. How to keep toxin exposure low. There's a lot of common toxin exposures that can come up through this season. How to support a healthy gut and avoid a lot of the bloating and gas and abdominal discomfort that can come from overindulgence. How to maintain a healthy metabolism when our food habits may be a little bit different than we're used to. And then of course, how do we maintain and support our sleep and our stress levels through this season? So before we get into the specific areas that we can really start to optimize to maintain our health and help us to thrive through the season, I'd love for you to focus on less about deprivation through this season, less about, you know, not enjoying the pleasures and the luxuries of bringing family together and eating food together and enjoying fully, you know, but really thinking more about balance. So how do we find that middle ground between, you know, self-discipline and indulgence and enjoying ourselves? Because also that's a huge part, right? Our joy is such a great form of our medicine and we're not going to ruin our health by enjoying, you know, a healthy or a uh, a delicious indulgent meal, you know, a couple times a year or even a month so let's get right into it we are talking about nutrition tips for the holiday season and how to stay well so mindful eating through festive gatherings this is a big one so one of my favorite hacks when it comes to all the gatherings your family gathering your company christmas party your friends gatherings all of these things is a hack that i use is i always bring my own dish So people never object to you bringing your own dish, right? Turning it into a little potluck. And what I always do is I know that there will be many different options there. My health is something really important to me. So what I do is I will bring my own dish that brings a healthier alternative to these traditional holiday dishes. Now, a lot of the traditional dishes out there are, they do really great on carbs and fat, and the goal for me is always to add in more vegetables, more fiber, and more protein. Now, a little brag of mine, a little superpower that I have is I truly love taking traditional dishes, ones that are unhealthy, inflammatory, processed, all those things, and turning them into superfood, healthy, delicious, balanced, nutritious dishes, and that's something that I love to use the holiday season for is, okay, let's think of the traditional meals. Okay, there's always turkey, there's always like canned cranberries sauce. There's always like stuffing that's full of gluten and vegetable broth that's full of inflammatory seed oils and yeast extracts and MSG and all of that. And so what I always like to do is I make, you know, instead of turkey, I make a delicious lentil meatloaf, right? It's not meat, it's a plant-based dish, but it is so delicious and there's so many great recipes online and I'll see over the next weeks if I can add uh, some recipes onto my Instagram. So do have a peek there and keep your eyes open. So I make a lentil meatloaf. I love to add in more vegetables, so I'll always do something like grilled asparagus with rosemary and fresh herbs and lemon juice, olive oil. That's really delicious and satisfying to help add in more vegetables and kind of balance out the really high carb meals, which can really spike our blood sugar and then create that blood sugar crash, which causes this all that afternoon or, you know, post meal fatigue and lethargy and heaviness is I will, you know, there's always mashed potatoes at every Christmas gathering. So I'll bring like a mashed cauliflower, right? Which tastes just as good if you prepare it right. That's the secret. But mashed cauliflower is really delicious and most people wouldn't even know, you know, or even if you do half, half, half mashed potatoes, half mashed cauliflower, nobody's going to know. And it's a really great way to bring less high carb, but really nutrient dense, really delicious, another warm dish there. And then I always love to bring a, a festive warm salad. That's one thing I always find is, is missing um, at like traditional Christmas dinners is vegetables. <laughs> so a fresh warm salad. So it can either be a cooked salad, a cooked bunch of vegetables, or a really nice one that I like is like an arugula based salad with diced mandarin Christmas oranges and red onion and a really nice like poppy seed dressing. You can add some cranberries on there. You can add some toasted or candied pecans or walnuts. And that is just so delicious is in a great way to get those micronutrient levels up, right? A lot of the food that we're eating is like brown or tan in color, (laughs) which isn't very nutrient dense. It's very high in those macronutrients of carbs and protein and fat, but it's missing the micronutrients. Um, So our minerals, our vitamins, all that good stuff. So that's one little tip for you. The next one is that through the holiday season, focus on meals and minimize the snacks. One of our main goals is keeping our blood sugar nice and stable throughout the day so that we don't have these really high highs in energy and then low crashes where we feel that heaviness and fatigue kind of set in. And it can also, you know, when our blood sugar crashes like that from two high carb meals or, you know, just kind of snacking throughout the day, we don't really allow for that nice natural arch of our blood sugar to slowly come up, slowly come down. We can kind of be on the Blood sugar roller coaster, and with our blood sugar goes our mood, our cognition, our energy levels. And remember that low blood sugar. The symptoms of low blood sugar and the symptoms of anxiety are identical, right? Feeling shakiness, heart palpitations, lightheadedness, or dizziness, feeling anxious and overwhelmed. So they're the exact same symptoms. So especially when things may feel more stressful or busy or simply full, keeping our blood sugar nice and stable is one of the best things that we can do for our mental and cognitive health. So focusing on, you know, those three larger meals a day and minimizing the snacks in between, but making sure that we are, you know, consuming a whole food, you know, that includes protein, fat, and fiber, you know, every four hours, right? So making sure that upon waking, we're eating breakfast and having a really protein, fat and fiber rich breakfast is so important for keeping our blood sugar levels nice and stable and balanced throughout the day. If we're skipping our breakfast, we're very likely to have that crash in our blood sugar on the earlier morning hours. And then for the rest of the day, we're on, we're on the blood sugar roller coaster, which is not fun. So next little tip is add cinnamon to everything. (laughs) The good news is, is that most Christmas dishes and treats and sweets, almost everything includes cinnamon right? Think pumpkin spice lattes, all of those things, pumpkin pie, everything has cinnamon in it. Part of that is really just intelligent in balancing our blood sugar. It's an added bonus is that cinnamon is one of the most powerful herbs or barks rather that helps to balance blood sugar. So that's a great little thing is just add cinnamon into your cooking or have a cinnamon tea with your meals to keep your blood sugar nice and stable. I also recommend to maintain our health through the holidays is really prioritize a 12 hour overnight fast. So it's really 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 easy, you know, as we're doing gatherings and parties and whatnot, is we tend to be eating in those later hours of the day. And when we are eating quite late, and then we're eating in the early morning, we're really missing that really important 12-hour overnight fast, which is where our body recovers, our metabolism resets, our body detoxifies, we restore and rejuvenate our tissues, our cells, our nervous system, and that's all really important for our overall wellness. Okay, let's say 7 to 7, right? That's a 12-hour overnight fast. You finish eating your dinner by 7, that's not too late, and then you have breakfast the next day at 7 a.m., That's a really great overnight fast, right? You could do six to six, you could do seven to seven. That would be optimal. Once we get into eight, you know, it's a little bit later on in the day and then it affects our sleep when we're eating meals that late. So 12 hour overnight fast. Okay, then I'm going to share some supplements with you. So supplements are a great way to keep our system nice and well, keep our gut health nice and vibrant, our hormones, our cognition, our mood, all that good stuff. So the main ones that I recommend is that when we are eating out of our usual ordinary foods and we're enjoying ourselves, right? Um, What we want to do is add in something like digestive enzymes. So if we typically don't eat too much gluten, too much bread, too much processed foods, and then we go and eat all of the stuffing, we're very likely to feel a bit bloated to have some gas, to have some digestive issues. So digestive enzymes is a supplement that you can take that just helps your body break down that food so that you can avoid some of those digestive discomforts and absorb the nutrition from the food with a bit more ease when there is a bit more stress and indulgence happening on the gut probiotics are another great supplement to take to maintain a healthy gut microbiome when we are tending to maybe eat a little bit more processed food throughout the months that's great to be supplementing through december is a good daily probiotic and then finally is adaptogens and adaptogens are herbs and nutrients that help our body adapt to stress so when we are simply busier than usual right we usually the months of december you know for a lot of people it just feels busier than usual lots going on, lots of events. And so having adaptogens, things like maca root or activated B complex or ashwagandha root or adaptogenic teas can be really supportive. Holy basil, Tulsi, lemon balm, all of these things, they're all great herbal products and nutrients that can really support our body's ability to adapt to stress. Magnesium is another really great one to take right before bed. It also help you sleep. So those are some key supplements. So enjoy our flex meals. So flex meals are the meals that are out of our usual typical nutrition plan, right? So let's say most times, nine times out of 10, we're eating healthy, whole, balanced, nutritious meals. Having a flex meal once a week, I think is a a wonderful and balanced way to eat and to enjoy our nutrition. So we don't have to be perfect 100% of the time. As long as we're eating healthy and clean more often than we are not, we're already on the right track. So enjoy those, I like to call them flex meals, right? I don't like to call them cheat meals because I, I don't think that that supports healthy relationship to eating, but flex meals where we're flexible on what we eat and we enjoy the carbs and we enjoy the cheesecake or the pumpkin pie or the glass of wine, whatever it is. So when it comes to flex meals, what I can recommend is of course a flex meal, it will spike inflammation levels in the body, right? You're eating gluten, you're eating sugar, you're eating more processed foods, and there will naturally be a bit of inflammation that comes from that. So what I recommend is enjoy that flex meal, enjoy the Christmas dinner, but then don't do flex meals back to back. So let's say, you know, try to avoid a Christmas Eve flex meal and a Christmas day, right? Back to back flex meals. Cause it has that kind of compounding effect on our blood sugar, inflammation levels, toxic load, all of those things. And that's really where we'll start to notice the symptoms. So make those flex meals a few days apart. When you can through the holiday season. And if you want to enjoy one to two flex meals a week, it's not going to affect your results, your health. You can go ahead and enjoy that. Let that joy and that enjoyment be your medicine for the day and enjoy like that. Okay, so those are my nutrition tips for the holidays. Now let's get into physical activity and movement. So I really wanna stress the importance of incorporating physical activity into our holiday routine. So what I like to do is, I like to do my exercise first thing in the morning. I like to get it out of the way because especially through the holidays, things can get busier and fuller and I know that if I say, put it off until 3 p.m., I almost guarantee you, there's gonna be something that comes up or something that else that needs my attention or my priority. So through the month of December, really try to do your exercise, you know, in the early morning, get it done, get it out of the way. And, you know, when we're spending more time with maybe family or friends, invite your people into your wellness. That's a great way to to invite people into your world, you know, to share your healthy habits with them, to inspire them to live a healthier, more vibrant life. So invite your family, you know? One thing that I always bring to my family with like uh, gatherings and holidays and whatnot is that I'll always be the one to propose after dinner when everybody's done eating. Okay, well, let's all, let's all go outside. Let's all go for a walk together. And I mean, it's been ages since I've been in Canada in the winter, let alone Christmas, but you know, for other holidays as well that I've been back. It's just a great overall habit and Canada in the winter, it's so beautiful and snowy and magical and beautiful and it's usually dark outside and you can see the stars and the moon reflecting off the snow and it's just so precious. So wherever you are in the world, invite your family to go for a little walk with you after your meals and then we can play, you know, invite some just like fun and festive movement ideas into your events and into your dinners and your family gatherings so one that's just a little bit more active you know some families or gatherings or company Christmas parties you know you had to just kind of like eat and then sit right and visit and chat and whatnot and that's great but you can also inject some some fun in there and get get people moving so one thing that we always do in my family is we'll play charades right and of course it's not going for a run but at least you're standing up you're moving your body a little bit people are laughing there's a little bit of physical activity and movement in that or perhaps the day after Christmas Maybe the next day you want to invite your family into a little nature hike and go, you know, spend some time outside. If you live in North America or a cold climate in Christmas, you can go ice skating or we would always go sledding or tobogganing. And that was always a really, really fun one for us. So just bring some movement into your life and, you know, on your non-event days, make sure that you're really prioritizing that physical activity and then get creative and see how you can bring that physical activity into your gatherings and, and create new family traditions that are really rooted in how health, and wellness. So that's physical activity and movement okay, pillar number four in this wellness toolkit for staying happy and well through the holidays is to minimize our toxin exposure. So we don't always realize this, but through the holiday season, we're actually exposed to a lot more toxins than we necessarily would be in different times of the year, right? Everything from those toxic bed, bath, and beyond, or whatever body works, festive candles, you know, that are with those artificial fragrances and perfumes and, you know, Christmas tree sprays and room sprays that are festive and pine and you know, all those things, they're actually quite toxic. And we're breathing that in, we're putting that on our skin, you know, we're inhaling it through our lungs. And it has a really unfortunate, you know, effect on our hormones, right? Those artificial fragrances and perfumes are known hormone or endocrine disruptors, especially for women. And they wreak havoc just on our overall health and well-being. So things like that, I really recommend that you swap them, right? What I always do is instead of those, you know, store-bought candles, I'll either just get pure beeswax candles. They don't have a smell, but they really, bring that same ambiance and just that like warmth and coziness or i'll use um essential oil Diffuser. So I've got an essential oil diffuser and I make my own little Christmas blend with something like I'll add some pine essential oil, some orange essential oil, clove essential oil, or cinnamon. And it's really delicious. It's a beautiful smell. It provides that same warm, cozy, festive kind of aroma and ambiance, but without the toxicity. So another way that you can go low tox through the holiday season is to go organic as much as you can. And again, I don't want you to stress over this. I don't want this to, you know, be a burden to you. But when possible, shop organic. And if you you are cooking or you're contributing to meals and you know see if you can prioritize organic when possible opt for whole foods over canned foods so if you have the luxury of you know buy fresh or or frozen organic cranberries and make your own cranberry sauce versus the canned cranberries that you know are full of bpas and heavy metals coming from that aluminum can aluminum is a heavy metal that can reach toxic levels in the body and then of course all of those toxins you know lead to inflammation in the body causing puffiness fatigue low mood Digestive issues, all of that. See if you can make homemade gravy instead of the store bought powdered or those bouillon cubes that are full of seed oils and hydrogenated oils and MSG and all of that too much sodium or salt. Those are great ways to kind of make little food swaps to minimize that toxin exposure. And then the most obvious one, toxin exposure through the holiday season, is of course alcohol. Now, I'm not going to tell you to drink or not drink. Personally, I, I don't consume alcohol. That's just a personal philosophy of mine. I don't like it. I don't like the taste. I don't like how it makes me feel. It's expensive. It's just like not my thing, not worth it to me. And so it's totally your call. If you're the kind of person that you'd like to explore that this holiday season or you already don't drink alcohol... Woohoo, I'm celebrating with you. Love to see you prioritizing your health in this way. And the next person you may wish, you know, to consciously consume a glass of wine or two and um and to fully enjoy that. So if you are going to be drinking any alcohol throughout the holiday season, here's some tips for you. So number 1 is stay hydrated, right? What I like to recommend is that if you are drinking alcohol and you're having more than one or two drinks, is to alternate your alcohol with water. So go alcohol, glass of water, alcohol, glass of water, alcohol, glass of water. Hopefully you're not having much more than that. And then if you want a bonus is add a little pinch of Himalayan or sea salt and a squeeze of lemon into that water. It's going to help to rehydrate you, remineralize the body and uh, replenish some of the minerals that are depleted through drinking alcohol. So that's one tip, alternate water and alcohol. The next tip is make sure that you take B vitamins. B vitamins and minerals like magnesium are also really depleted when we consume alcohol. And actually a lot of the hangover that people feel the next day from alcohol is the depletion of a lot of these essential nutrients that alcohol depletes, right? So supplement B vitamins the day of drinking alcohol and then the morning after. And that's really going to help reduce the symptoms of any hangover from overindulgence. Any sort of liver support that you can take. I like the Equal Life product, the daily detox support or pure encapsulations. It's GI liver or liver support, something like that. But herbs like milk thistle, nutrients like n acetylcysteine glutathione, all of these are excellent antioxidants for the liver to support your liver if you are drinking alcohol. And then the best tip that I have for you if you're drinking alcohol is enjoy your evening. And then before you go to bed at night, you will take a binder. And a binder is either, it's something that binds or soaks up that alcohol and basically makes it less damaging to the liver, right? It doesn't make the liver work so hard because it absorbs and kind of soaks up that alcohol, which is a toxin. So things like activated charcoal or bentonite clay, or I'll link up in the show notes, my favorite binder is the Universal Binder by Equilife. And it has like fumic acid and humic acid and bentonite clay, all these good things to help kind of soak up that alcohol and minimize the effects of it so that you can feel fresh the next day. Okay, so that is my tip for minimizing toxin exposure. Let's get into our last area here. So let's talk about how to manage our sleep and our stress. So this is a big one. Sleep is so essential. And of course, a sleep deprived nervous system is so primed for anxiety, for low energy, for low mood, for gut issues, for hormone issues, for headaches and migraines, all of those possible things that can come up just through the fullness and busyness of the holiday season. So really, really, I so invite you to really prioritize your sleep. So I totally get it. And I want you to fully enjoy, you know, those Christmas Eve gatherings or those later nights, but let's say like 90% of the time throughout the holiday season, you're sticking to your evening routine. You're sleeping at the same time every night. You're getting eight hours of sleep and then not compromising that when not necessary, right? Some little tips for you for maintaining that consistent sleep schedule is as much as possible, and I understand it's not realistic to say that through the entire month of December, you'll be able to, but ideally we want to be finishing our dinner three hours before bed. Okay, so three hours before bed, we want to be finished our dinner and that allows, you know, our digestion to kind of finish digesting the bulk of our meal before going to sleep so that our sleep and our digestion aren't competing with one another because they are different actions in the body. And whenever we have a full meal in the belly trying to go to sleep, both our sleep and our digestion will be compromised. So three hours before bed, this is my little 3 one formula. Three hours before bed, stop eating. Two hours before bed, stop drinking. So that's alcohol- broader tea, whatever it might be. So really minimize liquids two hours so that you're not getting up in the night to pee. And then one hour before bed, see if you can minimize blue light. So that's your phone. You're probably not going to be too much on your phone, but Christmas movies, you know, funny holiday memes that you might be sharing or receiving as well as people don't realize this, but your Christmas lights are led mostly blue light. So what I do is if you're with me on video, I have my, my blue light blocking glasses that I use for work and it feels funny, but we have our Christmas tree put up right now and literally if I'm just like in the living room reading a book or resting with my partner at night I actually have my blue light blocking glasses on simply from the blue light from the LED um, Christmas lights, which that blue light, uh, from phones or Christmas lights stimulate cortisol, which is our stress hormone, our wakefulness hormone. And, um, our blue light blocking glasses help minimize that exposure so that melatonin, which is our natural sleep chemical can kick in. So fun little tip for you. I like to supplement, especially when I'm out of my normal sleep schedule or I'm staying at people's houses, you know, I'm traveling because I will almost always bring in Melatonin supplement and magnesium supplement before bed. Now, this isn't health advice. We're not diagnosing, curing. I'm not specifically recommending this to you because I don't know your health history and I don't know if you're on any medications or if that's right for you. But this is what I do. And most people without any medications or any pre existing health you know, conditions may benefit from melatonin and magnesium to help you sleep at night. So I take two capsules of magnesium citrate to help me fall asleep and just turn on that parasympathetic nervous system, ask for a full stimulating, beautiful, busy holiday day, festive day and melatonin. I take three milligrams of melatonin before bed and that really helps kind of put my body into that deep sleep state and wake up the next day feeling refreshed. So you can also bring in some just relaxation and recovery techniques to promote better sleep quality, but also to recover from suboptimal sleep. So I love me a yoga nidra. If you've never heard of yoga nidra, it's a systematic guided lying down relaxation practice that is really intelligent, really restorative. So one hour of yoga nidra is equal to four hours of deep sleep which is pretty significant. So even a 15 minute yoga nidra will help kind of boost your, your nervous system, your cognition, and really give you the benefits of a couple hours of extra sleep, which is really supportive. I love restorative yoga. That's one of my favorite, just recovery and relaxation techniques when I'm feeling a little bit like tapped out (laughs) or just tired or overstimulated, I'll do restorative yoga. You can do some breath work or meditation, love, love, love me a hot bath. With Epsom salts and baking soda, you can add some lavender essential oil to just help calm the mind, calm the nervous system, and that uh, hot bath as well as sauna is actually really great to open up your detox pathways. When we are eating more than usual, we're eating out of our usual nutrition habits, we're maybe exposed to a little bit more toxins than we're used to, just more stress. That hot bath and sauna helps to get you sweating and open up those detox pathways to eliminate some of those toxins, which is a nice little bonus. And of course, getting out into nature is all always an amazing one, especially around Christmas. I know some of our community here, you're over in North America, you're in Canada or the North of the United States and you're in snow and it's so beautiful and magical to be outside during that time. And if you're in Australia or New Zealand or Europe or, you know, The southern parts of the US or beyond, then get out into nature anyway and go to the beach on Christmas. That's always, that's still funny to me that some people go to the beach on Christmas, but celebrating that with you, that's so fun. So, a couple other points I think that are so important for us to talk about when it comes to our wellness is yes, our sleep, yes, our nutrition, yes, our movement, yes, our toxin exposure, but also just like our self care. And sometimes self care through the holiday season means setting boundaries right? Setting boundaries for ourselves of, you know, the uncle that goes off at Christmas dinner talking about politics or finances or, you know, things that just like don't light you up or that feel like a little bit depleting to you. Just having those those personal boundaries of like, hey, I, I can so appreciate that you brought this up. I'm not really so interested in talking about that right now, but I'd love to talk to you about this or simply excusing yourself from the conversation and, you know, joining in with someone else. These boundaries are so important, you know, really removing a lot of the shoulds the holiday season can be so full of shoulds and obligation and guilt and overdoing and overachieving and did i get everyone a present and contributing and um, while so much of that can be so beautiful and really come from this abundant selfless place just really noticing are you overdoing it are you burning yourself out through the holidays i had a client last week she has like 11 people i think she said 11 nine or 11 people in her family that all have birthdays, like really close. Her sisters, her parents, like close cousins, her partner, everybody has a birthday this month. And we kind of strategize. She's like, I'm like, intimidated about this holiday season because i just know what it takes for me and i'm like okay how can we strategize you know And, and we came to the realization that a lot of the adult birthdays they could probably everybody's probably feeling tired how can we move those nine birthday events of this dinner and this gathering and this party how can we just create one massive party with everyone that probably everyone would be really grateful and relieved to not have to go to nine back-to-back birthdays, and then Christmas, and then New Year's. (laughs) So sometimes it just takes that that creativity, but really just focusing and prioritizing that self-care and and setting those boundaries is so important. So that is what I wanted to share with you today, you guys. These are your holistic toolkit of how to stay well and happy and healthy through the holidays. My desire for you is to really thrive, right? The holiday season can be so mixed for people, and I just truly would love for you to really prioritize yourself and your well being. So that you can truly enjoy this holiday season. So, I'm sending you so much love. I would love to hear your top key takeaways from this episode. Over on Instagram, send me a DM. My handle is at Bindi Stables. That's B I N D I, stables with a B. And I'd love to hear your takeaways or what I missed. What are your favorite holiday recipes, your favorite mocktails, or drinks that you love to enjoy? What's your favorite way to manage your stress through the holiday season? I would love to hear. So, look forward to hearing from you. Take good care, and I'll I'll see you back for another episode real soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please spread the love by subscribing and leaving a review. Or if there's someone in your life that you think could benefit from this conversation, please share this episode with them. I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at bindystables or visit my website bindystables.com to connect and work with me. Thank you so much again for being here and I'm celebrating you in this journey of becoming the happiest, the healthiest, most vibrant you.